the sky cries out. But here on my porch by the sea, it's nothing more than the distant rumbling in the belly of God. There's nothing I can do. So I wait and watch and feel his breath against my face. Cool and brave, his salt licks my skin. His promises brush my hair. His fury drives the wind to touch my cheeks and whisper something I cannot hear. I think he loves me. I think he comes to see me. I am young. I will learn. I walk out to look for Emma. The sand is cold beneath my feet. I find her on the other side of the cliffs around the bend. She's standing in the ocean watching the storm roll in. I call out to her again and again. She doesn't hear me. I'm going to have to go in after her. Emma stands, calmly looking out to sea. Tears of mascara strip her face in the wind. A bloody lipstick slaps her mouth. Her hospital gown clings to her as if permanent, flapping violently like a conquering flag. I reach for Emma. She never sees me. Her face is strange, changing. Just before I'm pulled under, I realize this isn't Emma after all. It's me. I think I dream I wake. That's the trouble with turning things on, baby Jean. Sometimes you can't turn them off. Emma? Sure. If that's who you want me to be. And that's when I called you. I'm glad you did. I was beginning to wonder if you were ever going to speak to me again. I know. I'm sorry. It's just, since Emma died, I've been so... so... Scared? Yeah. Did you hear that? The thunder? Yeah. Must be a storm rolling in. That was a dream, Kachu. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry to disturb your breakfast, Mrs. Parker, but we appear to have a problem concerning Mr. Digman. What about him? Apparently, Mr. Digman suffered internal injuries in his meeting with Tambi. He's hemorrhaging. 
His vital signs are dropping. If he doesn't receive medical attention soon, he will die. All right. I've made my point with Mr. Digman. He may leave. Oh, and Samantha? Ma'am. Give Tampi a raise. Why don't you watch where you're going, you stupid ass? Freddy! Francine? Is that you? Well, well, Francine. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> oh, sorry, Casey. This is Francine, my old girlfriend I told you about. Francine, meet Casey, my fiance. Hi. <laughs> Fiance? It's so nice to see you out and about, Francine. You must be doing much better for the hospital to let you out. Hospital? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a little early in the morning for jokes there, Casey. What joke? I thought you said... Uh, you'll have to excuse her. She gets uh, things a little mixed up sometimes, but brains aren't everything, right? Hey, watch it, you. <laughs> We'd invite you to the wedding and all, but it's going to be in Hawaii. Hawaii? On Maui. There's this neat little town, Hana. Yeah, and we have a little something special cooked up. <laughs> of course, you're welcome to come if you'd like to, Francine. We're exchanging our vows standing naked under a waterfall. Isn't that the most romantic thing you ever heard? I thought of the naked part. <laughs> I, I'm so happy for you. Con congratulations. Yeah. Well, we need to go. I, I have things I need to do. Psst. Listen, honey. I'm a certified aerobics instructor. Call me sometime, and I'll set you up on a low-fat diet. You know, help you lose all that excess weight. Uh... Thank you. Nice seeing you, Francine. Let's stay in touch. You hang in there, you hear? Bye. Have a nice trip. Waterfall wetting my ass. I hope they both drown. Kachu? Where are you? Kachu? 
In here. Where here? In the studio, you dingy broad. Just follow the sound of my voice. You can do it. Very funny. Shoot, where'd I put my t-shirt? Okay, brace yourself. I've got something to show you. Okay, okay, just a minute, I... Ta-da! What the? Whoa, baby. Francine, you look fantastic. Really? Yes, really. You're not just saying No, that. really, you look uh, incredible. You really think you so? You are drop-dead gorgeous. I could eat you with a spoon, okay? Tell me the truth. Do I look so good, you'd fly me to Hawaii and marry me standing naked under a waterfall? Will you be naked too? Kachu! I mean it. Huh? Do I look like the kind of girl you'd want to, you know, take to Hawaii and all that? Oh, Francine? Because that's what Freddie and his new fiance are doing next month. Freddie? Freddie Femurs? I think you've had a serious falling out with your brush here. Francine, you stay away from him. You hear me? The man is engaged to be married. What would I possibly you want? You want that jerk that dumped you. That's what you want. That's why you've been in a funk for the past year, and and that's why you're finally pulling yourself out of it? For Freddy frickin' femurs? That's... Sick. Good evening, police. I'm Detective Walsh. This is Detective Reeves. You reported admitting a John Doe here about an hour ago. We'd like to talk to him, if you don't mind. I'll take you to him, but he's in no shape to talk to anybody. Is he conscious? <sighs> Not even close. They're preparing him for emergency surgery now. The guy's a mess. In here. Medical administration, too. Tell them we're looking at a blown kidney. How do they want to handle... Who the devil are you? How did you get in here? Police. Homicide. What you got here? Certainly not a dead man. Not yet, anyway. Check with us in the morning. Nice bedside manner you got there, Doc. Is that how you worked your way all the way up to the graveyard shift in a county hospital? What do you want, Detective? Tell me what's going on. Wagon brought him in about 20 minutes ago. A wino found him in the alley, stripped naked, no ID. We've got him under a John Doe for now. You know him? He used to be on the force. His name's Wayne Digman. What's the damage? Bad. Undetermined closed head injury, broken ribs, punctured lung, multiple contusions covering head and torso. Damn. That's just the preliminary. We need to get him open, quick. He's hemorrhaging. I think his kidney's shot. What's the deal with his face? Isn't that a piece of work? Looks like somebody tried to hook his nose and tried to peel his face back. Never seen anything like it. Huh. Let me know when I can talk to him. Alright? We should know something in a couple of hours. But to be honest, it doesn't look good. We're just trying to get him through the night. Just do what you can, okay? The guy was on the force for 12 years. We owe him something. Man, he looks bad. Yeah. Listen, remember the blonde we had in last summer? Tried to castrate a roommate's boyfriend? Had an FBI file we couldn't access. Yeah? She took Wayne down in a cell one night when he tried to get cute with her. 
Oh, yeah? She had this bodacious nose lock on him. Couldn't have been more than 110, 115 pounds. She had that fat ass pinned to the floor, pulling my nose off his face. I should have heard him howl. I'd never seen anything quite like it. Now I've seen it twice. What was her name? Polish girl from Chicago. Chuvansky. Something Chuvansky. See if you can find her file. Get a warrant for her arrest. Pick her up. Suspicion of felonious assault. Take a couple men with you. Oh. And Pete. Yeah? While you're at it, get a second warrant on her. Just in case. What for? Murder one. Mrs. Parker, I have the report on Miss Chivonsky. Finally. Come here. Tell me what our girl's been up to. We lost her in Hawaii because she bribed a porter to hide her in a trash bag and put her in a dumpster. Later that night, he picked her up and took her to the airport. Now, where did she get the money to bribe one of my porters? Apparently from Mr. Chalmers. Chalmers? His former aide told me Mr. Chalmers offered Miss Chuvansky a large sum of money to dine with him in his room. You must be joking. Apparently, she accepted and used the money to bribe her way off the island. And the porter? Terminated. Good. I'll find a way to repay Mr. Chalmers later. <sighs> Alright, go on. Tell me about the girl. Her roommate? Yes. Tell me everything. London Bridge, Bridge is falling down, down, falling down, down, falling down, down. London Bridge is falling down, down. My fair, fair lady. Hey, what's the big idea, Kachu? You trying to scrabble his brains or something? This is your brain, and these are your brains and a boy. I don't feel so good. You should be nice to David. He's always nice to you. He's a poo-poo head. He is not! Oh yeah, big time poo. David is a nice boy. He's a poo-poo head, Francine. And I think he's cute. A poo-poo head with a, a pee-pee brain. David is a smart boy! <sighs> Tree. Okay, so you got me on the pee-pee part. You just gotta face the facts, Francie. All boys are idiots. And David's their king. All hail the king! I'm not a king, and I'm not an idiot. I thought you guys were my friends. <laughs> 
I guess I was wrong. Real wrong. I'm sorry. I won't bother you anymore. Bye. Hate to see you go, but bye. Was nice to see you, but bye. We'll miss you, but bye. Toodaloo. See what you did? You hurt his feelings. You go apologize to him right now. Ah, he'll be back. They always come back. You'll see. Idiots. Because if you put David's brains on the edge of a razor blade, it'd look like a BB rolling down a four-lane highway. <laughs> hey! Cut it out already! Hey, King David, you dropped something. Is this a piece of your brain? Hey, idiot! I like David. If you're going to be mean to him, then I'll take him. You hear me? Because I like David. I like him a lot. I like David. I like him a lot. I love David. David. I, I love him a lot. <laughs> no! I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I don't love David. Cachu loves... Well, Cachu doesn't love David, but I'm sure not getting in the middle of that. I can't. I can't. I... Oh, dear God. I love David. Oh, you idiot. Stupid. You idiot. Ow. The one and only inflatable Elvis. You seem intrigued by this piece. What does it say to you? I was just wondering if it came with little inflatable fried banana sandwiches. So, how'd you sleep last night? How do you think? Kachu, when was the last time you had a good night's sleep? For real? Yeah, when was the last time you slept all night and woke up the next day with a smile on your face? That's a dippy question. Sorry. What am I, Mr. Rogers? You didn't answer my question. What question? Come on, Kachu. Well? I'm thinking. Jeez Louise. Look at that. Who would wear that? Kachu, stay with me here. I don't know. I, I guess it was when I was in Hawaii in Hana. Can we talk about something else? Pick a vice. Any vice. How long ago was that? I don't know, David. Four years? Oh, man. That's a long time to go without sleep. If you miss it that much, why not go back? Depends on who you go with. I'll go with you. Yeah. Right. And what will we do there? Sleep in separate rooms? Like Fred and Ethel? Walk the beach at night with our hands in our pockets? Eat at family restaurants? Okay, okay, I get the point. I just thought... Ah, forget it. Boy, hope springs eternal with you, doesn't it? As long as we're both drawing breath. <laughs> oh, David. That's so beautiful. As long as we're both drawing breath. <laughs> you are so deep. 
Oh, man. Meet me and David at Chili's in the Galleria for lunch at 12.30. Black tie <sighs> Smart ass. Sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm Detective Reeves, Police Department. Is Miss Chuvansky home? Um, no, she's out. She's, she's not here. Can I help you? Mind if we look around? Yes, I do. Do you have... Search warrant, right here. Check the bedrooms. Do you mind telling me what is going on here? Are you Francine Peters? Yes? Well, it's simple, Miss Peters. Your roommate is under suspicion of felonious assault of a police officer. Felonious assault. What? You must be joking. No, ma'am, I'm dead serious. You'd be doing your friend a big favor by telling us where to find her. I don't know where she is. She was gone when I woke up. Nothing back there. Back door's all clear. Are you sure you don't know where she is? She didn't leave a note or anything? No, nothing. Listen, there's gotta be some sort of mistake. Cachu wouldn't do anything like that. She couldn't. You don't know your friend very well, I'm afraid. Are you aware of the fact that Miss Chuvansky is a known felon? Even the FBI has a file on her. No, that can't be true. I'm afraid it is. I was looking through her file this morning. It's thicker than a phone book. Prostitution? Drugs? I even saw something about embezzlement in there. I don't believe you! I'm going to leave a unit at the end of the street. Call me if you hear from Miss Juvonsky. Yes, I need the number for the chilies in the Galleria, and please hurry! Revenues are up 14% over last quarter in pharmaceuticals. Uh, storefronts are holding steady, but um, we're looking into some measures to remove up our Excuse me a moment, please. I didn't mean to offend you. You didn't offend me, David. I was just giving you a hard time. You don't strike me as the type to whisk a girl off to the islands to shake and bake. You try to be so calm and casual about everything, but you got the beast in you. You can't hide it forever. Is that what you see when you look at me? The nature of the beast? Sometimes. Sometimes I see... What do you mean, she's hot? The local police have issued a warrant for Miss Chavonsky's arrest. They're at her house now, and there's an all-points bulletin out on her. Where is she now? The Galleria. Shopping. She doesn't know yet. Kachu, what do you see? Bambi's on her. I... I, I think I'll, I'll try this on. Uh, is there a dressing room? There's one right there. Are you okay? You look pale. Come this far just to lose her to the police. Have Bambi pick her up. Yes, ma'am. 
Yeah, low bl um, blood sugar. Why don't Why don't you go on to Chili's and get a table? I'll I'll be right there. You sure? Maybe I should wait. Tell her to be careful. I need that girl in one piece. She's worth a lot of money. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Lewis. Tell me about how to improve my storefronts. No. You need to go, really. I'll, I'll see you in a minute, okay? Well, alright. I'll have a Coke and chips waiting for you, okay? Yeah, great. See you there. You can move in now. Mrs. P says pick her up. We don't want Mrs. P talking to this one. Do whatever it takes, understand? Cinderella, tick-tock. Come on, princess. I told you it was only a matter of time. Damn it! Where did you go? What the hell are you listening to? You don't like it? I think it's beautiful. How's that feel? Feels nice, I think. I lost all feeling a couple hours ago. You getting old on me? Darling, I've aged ten years tonight alone. Guess I'll have to find me a young stud. Ow! Hey! <laughs> no spanking! Sorry. <laughs> It just went off by accident. I hate when it does that. <laughs> Come here, Buster. I'm not finished with you yet. Oh, Lord. Take me now before this wild woman kills me. Shut up. I'm worth it. How's that feel? Slower. Slower. Wait. Don't move. Wait a minute. I said don't move. <laughs> Sorry, it just went off. I hate it when it does that. Tell your girlfriends to quit calling here. It's probably your sister. Don't answer it, honey. Come here. Walsh here. He is? Oh, Alright. I'm on my way. No. No. You, you did the right thing. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Where are you going? The hospital. Damn, I'm good.
I'll just have coffee, thanks. You might want to switch to decaf. You've been through two pots already. I can't help it. I'm worried sick about Kachu. She should have called by now. Do you want me to check with the police again? No. I don't want them any more suspicious than they already are. If they have her, she'll call. Are you sure nothing was wrong when you last saw her? No, nothing. She was looking at clothes, and we were talking about Hawaii. She was kidding around with me, you know, how she does. Then she just went really pale all of a sudden, and I asked her what was wrong. She said, low blood sugar, and told me to go on to Chili's and get us a table. I never heard Kachu complain of low blood sugar. Why didn't she just go to Chili's with you? She wanted to try on a dress. She went into a dressing room to try on a... What? Francine, what? I want to show you something. Notice anything in particular about Kachu's wardrobe? No dresses. Exactly! Have you ever seen her in a dress? Well, no, now that I think about it. Oh man, so what was the deal? I don't know! You tell me! You're the one who was with her! You're the one she's buddy-buddy with these days! You're the one she talked to about the whole Emma thing! I'm just her best friend! She doesn't tell me squat! Francine, the only reason Kachu talked to me was because I was there and she really needed someone to talk to. No, sir. I'm not buying that. I've been right here all along. She can talk to me. She's afraid to, okay? She's afraid if you find out what she's done, you'll hate her or something. That's absurd. I mean, we're best friends. I could never hate I think her. that's the whole point, Francine. Whether you want to admit it or not, what you two have going on here is more than just friendship. Of course it is. We... Wait a minute. What's that supposed to mean? I mean, I've tried to fit in here, and believe me, there is no room. I told you Kachu wasn't interested in men. She's gay, you idiot. Oh, I'm not so sure about that. But I definitely know why she's not interested in men. Or anyone else right now. She's in love. With who? With you, of course. We just lost her. Tambi lost sight of her for a moment in a dressing room, and she disappeared. Believe me, ma'am, we are not happy about it. Oh, by all means, let's make sure you're happy, Samantha. Never mind the fact that this girl has $850,000 of my money! All right. All right. No harm done. Just find her. I'm afraid there is another problem. Another problem? It appears that Mr. Digman has survived. He is uh, 
in the hospital under police protection. He went into surgery about six hours ago. We we don't know if he's talked yet. What's the problem here, Samantha? You've never failed me before. For ten years, you've done everything I ever asked of you. Everything. But we come here and you fall apart on me. Why is that? Is it too easy? Too small a task? You can organize a takeover, but a call girl and a private dick are beneath you? Well, let me put this into perspective. My loyal friend. Think of the girl as $850,000. Think of the dick as a murder charge. And if you blow this, I hold you and everyone you have ever cared for personally responsible. Do I have your attention now? Darcy, please! I don't care how you do it, Samantha, but you better straighten this mess out fast. Or so help me, I'll leave you in this sinking town, rotting in jail. You hear me? Bring the girlfriend to me. That will flush June out. And send Bambi to finish off the dick before he talks. The man has to be on death's door. Surely she can manage that. Get up! Get up, change your pants before you spot the floor. You know, You've had more attractive moments, Samantha. Hey, Jesse. Who'd you piss off? Man, I'm telling you. Whatever happened to the old nine to five, you know? Who's supposed to be watching my wife in the middle of the night while I'm watching this guy? Know what I mean? I hear you, buddy. I hear you. Sorry to get you out of bed. That's alright. You probably saved my life. Well, I wouldn't know. You're the only couple I still know that still acts like they're on their honeymoon. Well, when you find the right woman. <laughs> so what's going on here? Where are we at? Well, he's in and out. He woke up about 45 minutes ago, answered a couple of questions for the nurses. I thought I'd better get you down here. How's he doing? Not so good. They have him on this kidney dialysis thing and whatever that wicked looking thing is plugged into his throat. He needs a kidney, but it's complicated. Since he came in under a John Doe, he's not with the force anymore. The insurance is a big problem. I'll tell you though, Mike, whoever did this is some piece of work. Everybody's tough with a baseball bat. For all we know, he walked into some gang's territory. No. No, this was done by hand. Those bruises are forced and deep. The internal damage is pinpoint accurate. No, this was done by hand. By somebody who knew where to hit. Like a surgeon with his fists. And they're strong. Any word yet from the lab on the bandage we found in his hand? Well, the blood samples don't match his type or Katina Chuvansky's. What about the strand of hair? 
they're female, bleached blonde. Our assailant, or one of our assailants anyway, is a brunette with bleached blonde hair. But I'll tell you, you're going to have a hard time convincing me a woman did this. You'd be amazed at some of the things I've seen a woman do. Wayne, can you hear me? It's me, Mike Walsh. Can you tell me who did this to your buddy? Wayne, can you tell me who did this to you? Parker. Parker? Parker who? Mrs. Parker. File on desk. Get to Mr. Digman's office, Ferguson. Get us that file. Who's Mrs. Parker? Mafia. Excuse me, gentlemen. I need to ask you to leave now. I need to check Mr. Digman's status. But... Come on, Mike. Let's grab a cup of coffee while they do their thing. Did you get a look at her? Those shoulders? That definition? What a body. Can you imagine dating someone stronger than you? Talk about a woman that can... kill you. Did you see her hands? No, but I saw the back of her neck. Mike. She has dark roots. She's bleached blonde. Shit. Seal off the exits. I'm on it. What's going on? We need blood. We got nothing. What do you want to do, Mike? I want Mrs. Parker's ass. This is now priority one. Got it? I want the file Digman talked about brought to me right now. Do a complete, complete record search. Give me everything you can find on her. State, federal, international, everything. If she's with the syndicate, there should be something. What about the APB on Katina Chuvansky? Drop it. Pull the watch off her house. I want every man you've got combing the city for this blonde bodybuilder. If Miss Chuvansky turns up, I want to talk to her, but I think we know who we're looking for right now. Right. Listen, Mike, I'm sorry I didn't clue in on the nurse sooner. I knew there was something different about her when I saw her. I just assumed... I know. Me too. Sometimes you just can't tell who the bad guys are. You okay? Yeah. It's just, every time I need her help, she's there, you know? I mean, last year, she went to jail for me, you know? And now she needs me, really needs me. And, and I can't do anything to help her. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't even know where she is. <laughs> do you love her? Of course I do. I, I don't know if I can love her the way she wants me to, though. I, 
I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I'm losing her and I can't stand it. <laughs> Francine, I don't really understand what's going on here. I swear I don't. But I think there are some things you should know about Kachu and Emma and me. Do you remember yesterday? Do you remember what I was like down? I feel that madness come my way. I must drink to the vicious clowns. My name is Katina C. I'm 18 years old and I'm an alcoholic. My name is Katina C. I don't know if they found your ears, but I used to have a lot of names. Then one so tender pushed me here and I watched as they fade away. Again, I wake up on the tiles. It's like I was never gone. And just before the pain comes on, remember this is where I started from. No! Oh God, please don't let her hate me. Hello? Francine? I'm okay. I I'm in a hotel outside of town. The police came looking for you. They said you assaulted a cop. What? I, I don't know anything about a cop. They said a lot of other things about you, too. Francine, listen. I, I need to tell you something. I'm in trouble. I mean big trouble. I, I, I did something four years ago with Emma that I, I shouldn't have... This is when you were living in L.A.? How did you know about L.A.? David told me. what? Don't be mad at him, Kachu. I made him tell me everything about you and Emma and all that. Oh, Francine, I'm sorry. Kachu, don't. It doesn't matter, okay? I love you, understand? I love you and nothing is ever going to change that. I don't care if you go by Kachu or Baby June, you'll always be my- What? Wait, wait. How do you know I was called Baby June? David told me. He's been telling me how you were this really exclusive call girl for all the rich women in Hollywood and they called you Baby June. I did not tell him that. I, I, I mean, it's all true, but that is not what I told him. There is no way he could possibly know that. Unless- Unless he's with them. Oh my god, Francine, where is he? He's, he's not there with you, is he? Yeah, he's been with me ever since you disappeared. Francine, you need to get out of there. A limousine just pulled up in front of the house. Francine, listen to me. Get out of the house now. Catch you. Get away from the window, Francine. Francine! Are you there? Damn it, damn it, damn it! Hello? Who is this? Where's Francine?
Samantha? What the hell is going on here? What have you done with Francine? The deal was you disappear forever, and we don't kill you. I swear to God, if you hurt her, I'll kill you. And yet, here we are again. Don't play games with me. Let me talk to Francine. I have to know she's all right. Mrs. Parker would like to talk to you. That's not very polite. Although I must admit, I have seen her do that. What are you doing here? You promised me and Emma this wasn't going to happen. You said if we went away, everything would be okay. Unfortunately, someone turned you into Mrs. Parker. The policeman you sued last year for sexual assault. Didn't think it was funny. Making enemies with someone who can access your records is not a smart move, Miss Chivonsky. Oh, God. Mrs. Parker just wants to talk to you. That's all. I'll be there to help explain things. Trust me. Your girlfriend's not too bright now, is she? Maybe you're tired of her. Maybe you'd rather I just take care of her right now. No! Don't hurt her, I swear to God, Samantha, if you hurt her. Your choices are simple, Miss Chuvansky. You either agree to meet with us, or you can listen to me blow your girlfriend's chubby little brains all over the living room. No! Don't listen to her, can't you? Shut up! No, don't! Don't hurt her. Good. Come to the Florence Hotel, Penthouse Suite, as soon as possible. We're leaving town tonight at 8. If you're not there by then, you'll never see these two alive again. Let me talk to Francine. I need to talk to... Mrs. Darcy Chin Parker, 36, married to billionaire Mitchell S. Parker. Trophy wife? Probably. The guy's what, 75, 80? Says here they've been married 12 years. Houses all over the world, private jets. Listen to this. August 15th, paramedics summoned to the Parker residence in Beverly Hills when Senator Frederick Chalmers is found unconscious upstairs in a bedroom. Local media is told the senator suffered from exhaustion, but a bureau investigation revealed he experienced an epileptic seizure while having sex with two prostitutes. No charges filed, but sources report the prostitute stole $850,000 in the form of 12 cashier's checks from the senator's wallet while he was incapacitated. Senator Chalmers was under investigation for financial discrepancies and a fundraising for the Republican Party. Isn't that the guy they found dead last week in a hotel room? Yep. Handcuffed to the bed. Polaroids all over the place. So, what's Digman's connection to all this? I don't know. Maybe they were having an affair. Maybe Parker's got a thing for fat rednecks. I have an aunt. Whoa. What? Guess who was one of the two prostitutes with Chalmers that night? Hey, Walsh. We got a caller on line one talking about Mrs. Parker. Gave her name is Katina Chuvansky. What? Oh, you've got to be kidding me.
Who are we waiting for? Mrs. Parker? Who's Mrs. Parker? You can't keep me here like this, you know. It's illegal. And I think you make these bonds too tight. You realize somebody probably saw you and will report this to the police, don't you? <clears throat> uh, I need to go to the bathroom? You dye your hair, don't you? <sighs> so you're Katina's flavor of the month. My, my, you are a healthy girl, aren't you? You're in big trouble, lady. This is kidnapping. Is it really? Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> Tell me, Miss Peters. Did Katina ever tell you about the money she stole from me? Katchu wouldn't steal from anybody. She doesn't care about money. Not anymore, she doesn't. $850,000, Miss Peters. Apparently, Miss Chavonsky didn't think enough of you to share it. Pity. Look, lady, I don't know what your problem is. <gasps> Do not raise your voice to me, Miss Peters. You have no idea how worthless your life is to me. Now then, suppose Miss Chavonsky did take the money, my money, and left you here. What then, hmm? I think you'd owe me a lot of money. Don't you agree? You'd belong to me, just like Katina. What do you think, hmm? I think you're sick. I think- <laughs> Don't do that, sweetheart. It gets me hot. And I don't think you want that. You're loyal. I like that. Loyalty's better than love. But you do realize you're Shakespeare's cliche, don't you? You have maybe one act in you. Two at the most. But, oh, what a fine act you are. Excuse me, Mrs. Parker. Miss Chivansky is on her way. Curtain call. I don't care what goes down here tonight, Cinderella. Your ass is mine. Yeah. Get in line, bitch. Well, well, Miss Chavonsky. What a long, strange trip it's been. Four years and you couldn't come up with anything more original than that? Well, I figured since I was talking to the dead. Darcy, I swear I didn't take the money. Of course not. Would you care to tell me who did? I... I don't know. I see. Looks like we're right back where we started from. What a pisser, huh? Here, Dumplin', hold this. Miss Chavonsky, did you know I had a brother? He's about your age, a little younger. David. <gasps> 
believe you two know each other. It's true. I... You bastard! I wouldn't be so hard on the boy, Miss Chavonsky. He'd be dead right now if it wasn't for him. David tells me you don't have the money. Says you never did. David's family, so I believe him. But I knew you were there, Katina. You saw what happened. Who took the money, Katina? Was it Emma? Emma's dead. Katina, sweetheart, listen to me. It's over. You understand? There's nowhere left to run. Nowhere you can hide. I have you. I have your girl. I have your families. Do you understand what I'm saying to you, Katina? You want to walk away free. You want to go live happily ever after with your girlfriend. Then tell me. I'll let you go, I promise. Who took the money? Now, w wait a minute. This is ridiculous. She took the money. We know she did. There were witnesses. That's what you tell me. But I've never talked to them. In fact, you tell me lots of things, Samantha, and lately I'm finding out most of them aren't true. You tell me those girls took off with the money, but four years later I find them broke or dead. And you, I find making deposits to several Swiss bank accounts. One of the accounts was opened four years ago, and it's even in your name. Now that's arrogant. Do you think I'm stupid, Samantha? Did you think I'd never find out? No! There's some mistake! I never- There's a four-year-old Swiss bank account with $850,000 in it. And it's in your name. Explain that to me, Samantha. Hey. Back off! Back off, sir. I'll blow his head off. Gun! Move in! Why? Why, Samantha? I treated you like family. You treat me like shit! Nothing is good enough for you! Well, screw you! You're not God! You want to meet God, Samantha? I can arrange that. You first! Freeze! Police! Cinderella! Gunshot wound, code red, code Can't red. In route to St. Luke's, ETA, four minutes. Kachu! I, I really screwed up, didn't I? No, honey, no you didn't. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. The Prancine, the, the money. Don't, shh, don't try to talk. Just hang on, okay? We'll be there in a minute. I'm so cold. Leave me, Kachu. Please don't leave me. I love you. 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 How's she doing? Oh, God, please hurry. We'll be there in two minutes. They're waiting for us. Hang on, Chewie. We're almost there. Emma? Oh, oh. oh Emmy. Kachu. Kachu. Kachu! 
Emma? Look how far I threw that one. Isn't that something? Where are we? Heaven? Yeah, sort of. You can see it from here. Looks like Hana. I know. It's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, Emmy. I miss you so much. I miss you too, Chewie. But you can't stay. I'm not going back. You have to, sweetheart. You have your whole life in front of you. Go enjoy it. It's a gift from God. When will I see you again? I'll be here when you come back. I promise. I love you, Emma. I love you, too. Please with your recovery, Katina. I think we can send you home in a few days. But it's only been a couple of weeks. I haven't finished watching all the Matlock reruns yet. I can't help you there. Addiction recovery's on the third floor. But your wound is healing nicely. Your life's still fragile, but the tests look good. You need to keep exercising, but barring any further complications, you should make a full recovery. My whole life's a further complication. I'll come by tomorrow. If everything checks out okay, you can go home Friday. Can I take the cable TV with me? Maybe I'll just move you to the third floor on Friday. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Well, Miss Chuvansky, I'm glad to see you're about ready to bust out of here. Please, call me Kachu. I don't think I ever want to hear anybody call me Miss Chuvansky again. You got it. How are they treating you here? Everything going okay? Yeah. It's been great, except for the part where I almost died. When you came as close as I've ever seen, and still got away with it. Yeah, I was pretty worried there. Listen, um... Francine told me you saved my life. I, I don't know how I can ever... Forget it. Anybody brave enough to walk in there with a wire on, I was just helping a partner. So what happened? Is Darcy in jail? Nope. Oh, they'll go through the motions of an investigation, but nothing will come of it. She's smart and rich, if you get my drift. I know. What about the others? Samantha Weiss was dead at the scene. 
The bodyguard Bambi Baker is recovering from gunshot wounds a couple floors above us. As soon as they can move her, she'll be indicted for the murder of Wayne Digman. You know she has a twin. Her sister's been at the house in California. She has a good alibi and witnesses. Oh, well. Here. I brought you something. What's this? Your file. Remember last year when I brought you in and I said I'd seen you somewhere before, but I couldn't put my finger on it? The FBI pulled your police record after the incident with Senator Chalmers. Darcy Parker's been under investigation for the last eight years, but because her activities involve Washington, the investigation's top secret. I had a buddy at the Bureau pull uh, you out of the file and the computer. You're free and clear. Thank you, but where'd you know me from? Look in the sealed pocket. (gasps) Like I said, Mrs. Parker's under investigation. When you were um, working in her house, so was Uncle Sam. Some joker put one of those on our network once with some stupid caption. You know, a joke to go with the morning coffee and all that. It's an awful thing to do. I'm sorry. Anyway, I figured you'd want this all back in your hands. Thank you. I'll tell you one thing that's bugging me, though. Twice, Digman Bout had his nose ripped off by women who whipped his butt good. Once by that pit bull Parker called a bodyguard. The other time, by you. Same technique, everything. What did they really teach you there, Kachu? It sure wasn't the art of prostitution. You've got more than a gunshot wound to recover from, lady. I wish you luck. You know, it'd be really embarrassing if you went back to Parker. Don't do anything stupid, okay? So, you're really going through with it, huh? Going through with what? The wedding! You and Casey, you must be pretty excited. Oh. Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) Listen to you, Mr. Cool. You're marrying Casey Jansen, man. You're going to Hawaii to marry the hottest aerobics instructor in town. You better be in shape, if you know what I mean. It's not like you think. Casey's a great girl, but... It's not what you think. What do you mean? Can you keep a secret? I mean, you have to swear to me this will go no further. I'm here for you, buddy. We were at her mother's last week, and she shows me pictures of Casey when she was in high school. I didn't even recognize her. Turns out she's had two nose jobs. She's had her chin done, her lips puffed, Puffed? Puffed. I mean, it's bad enough. She's got those implants I'm not allowed to squeeze or lay on. Now I'm wondering, what's going to happen if her face gets too close to the microwave, you know? I never thought of that. (laughs) And then, Casey gets all upset because her mother shows me these pictures, and I have to lie to her and tell her it doesn't matter, but inside I'm thinking, jeez, who the hell are you, really? Oh, man. Ah! It'll work out, buddy. Casey's a sweet girl. You two look good together. 
Yeah, we look good. All right. Better than when you were with Francine. She was too tall for you. <laughs> yeah. She was like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, something like that. Six feet in heels. Big girl. Yeah, and getting bigger. Casey and I ran into her at the grocery store about a month ago, and man, she was fat. She put on 30 pounds. Like, why do women let themselves go like that? She's pretty. When she wants to be. She can be a real slob, too. But that can be cool sometimes, you know? She wasn't uptight about her appearances all the time like some women. You mean like Casey? Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean... <laughs> How come you know so much about Francine, huh? Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but I guess I can tell you now that you're getting married. It's all in the past now, right? What was in the past? Francine and me. We, we were together for a while. You know, your basic summer romance type thing. So, when was this? B before you knew her, two or three years ago. You never told me this. I didn't want to piss you off, you know? Once you guys got together, I figured I'd keep my mouth shut. What do you mean you were together? I mean we were a couple, man. We practically lived together. But serious? Depends on what you mean by serious. If you go by intensity, then yeah, it was serious. It was intense. Francine was intense. I thought she was going to kill me sometimes. What do you mean? Oh, Francine's a sweet girl. Real laid back and kind of ditzy. But the sex, the sex was incredible. It was like she couldn't get enough, you know? After we broke up, I realized she had some emotional problems. Real insecure. But at the time, man, it was fun. We did it all the time. Every night. Even when we went out, she would like grab me at the most inappropriate times. It was like a game she'd play. I'd be dying, and she thought it was funny. Francine? Yeah! One time I took her to Cancun for the weekend, and she bought this little string bikini for the trip. I thought I was going to have a stroke. I was a drooling idiot the whole time. I took lots of pictures. <laughs> I love that bikini so much. She gave it to me on the plane ride home. I still have it! Man, she was hot. Yeah, I get the point. Francine was hot. She wasn't just hot. She was hot to trot. I said I get the point. Can we drop it? Yep. She was one hot patootie. I said shut up. Uh, I'm sorry. You still care for her, don't you? Uh, I shouldn't be telling you this. Besides, you were with her too. You don't need to hear my version of what it's like to be with Francine. I'm sure it was the same for you. If it makes you feel any better, it got real old. She was kind of suffocating, so insecure, so... dependent. She needed a lot of love, the kind where you're together every minute of your lives. After a while, I saw what it was really about, and it scared me. To tell you the truth, I think I did fall in love with her. I mean, she had problems, but who doesn't, you know? Maybe if I had a chance to tell her that. So, what happened? If you loved her, why'd you break up? Why'd you dump her? I didn't. She left me. Why? She met you. 
please don't hang up. Well, I, I guess you can't really hang up on a message, but listen, uh, I'd really like to meet with you and talk. I, maybe have a cup of coffee or something. You still have my number, don't you? Uh, uh, I've really missed you, Francine. Seeing you at the store, really, I mean... No. 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 No! Meatloaf and... mashed potatoes? Hi there! How are you? <laughs> Hi, honey. Bad day at the office? Here, try some of this. Mm. I made it myself. <laughs> what is it? It's evil, Francie. Mm. Evil on a plate. <sighs> I think we should blow this joint. What do you say? Good idea. I brought you something to wear. We just need the doctor to come by and release you. <sighs> How are you feeling? Fine. Now that you're here. I talked to the admissions office. They said the state's paying for everything. I guess Detective Walsh arranged for it. That's a relief, huh? Hi. Can I come in? Uh, hi. They told me you were checking out today. I just wanted to come by and say goodbye before I go to the airport. I'm, uh, I'm going back to New York this afternoon. I just wanted to be sure you guys were going to be, uh, okay. Here, I got you something. Sort of a goodbye present. I'll just leave it here. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. About the way things turned out. I didn't want to hurt you guys, but I see now I did. You trusted me, and I know how hard that is for you both. I just couldn't bring myself to tell you who I was. Am. I was afraid you'd do something rash and end up getting hurt. <laughs> like you are safe with me. Looks like I really made a mess of everything. I just want to say I'm sorry. Tell your sister to give you a raise. You did a great job. You had me fooled. I didn't work for Darcy. I'm just an art student at NYU. I came here because she asked me to as a favor to her. When she showed me your picture... Whew. Look, I don't understand what's going on between you and Darcy. I don't care who took the money. She has more money than she can spend anyway. All I know is I've lost the best friend I've ever had, and no amount of money is worth that.
What is it? That looks like the beach house in your pictures of Hawaii. It is. That's the house I stayed at with Emma. What's on the back? Darcy asked me what I wanted for spending the year here. This is what I asked for. It's yours now. Get a good night's sleep. Love, David. A good night's sleep? <laughs> He's giving you a house? <laughs> Shh. Don't cry. Don't cry. Do we have everything? Do you want these flowers? No, leave them here. What's this rock? Oh, give it here. That's a special gift. Okay. You got any sticks here you want to take? Just hand it over, smartass. So, what do you say we recuperate in Hawaii? They say nothing bad ever happens in Hawaii. Sounds good to me. Uh, we'll just need to make a quick stop in Zurich first. Zurich? Switzerland? Why in the world do we need to go... Oh. My. God. You did it! You had the money and put it in that account in Samantha's name, didn't you? You framed her! Samantha framed herself. I just made sure I was compensated for her services rendered. Well, you were compensated very nicely. Believe me, Francine, I was underpaid. But, Mrs. Parker, what if she finds out? She'll come after you again. I don't think so. It's not her money, it's mob money. She just needed some way to account for it, someone to blame. I knew Samantha was embezzling millions off Darcy, and it was just a matter of time until the storm hit. So, I hid my money in the eye of the hurricane. Now she'll think it's a dead account, and I'm the only one with the code to withdraw it. I don't believe you! That is so cool! You are so brave! No, I'm not. I was just very... pissed off. Oh god! Kachu, what if the mob finds out? Francine, jeez, lighten up, will you? Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Nobody's interested in what two girls from Houston do. Good. You've been listening to Strangers in Paradise, Book 2, I Dream of You, Omnibus Part 2, by Terry Moore, adapted by Thomas DJ. Produced by Thomas DJ and Chris Honeywell. Sound designed by Chris Honeywell. Lauren A. Kennedy was Cachu. Nicole Tomty was Francine. David Ellis was David. Anna Crawford was Darcy. Vanessa Van Zare was Samantha. Brad Oxnam was Freddie. Jacob Derwin was Detective Walsh. Lex Zorn was Detective Reeves. 
Liz Hanley was the ER doctor, Amy Riddle was both Tambi and Bambi, Eugene Hendricks was Digman, Pamela Jean Agalus was Emma, Chris Tyler was Chuck, and assorted other voices were provided by 8TW players. Music provided by Jim Moon and the Eldritch Light Orchestra. This is a fan work produced with the cooperation of Mr. Moore, done solely out of love for the property. We lay no claim to the rights or characters. Please read the original series and other works by Mr. Moore, available through abstractstudiocomics.com. This is an Akadekaganagan Theater Works production presented to the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. For information on this and other upcoming projects, please visit us at 8TW.Ninja. Join us on 8TW's first anniversary, Black Friday, November 2021, for the start of Strangers in Paradise Book 3, It's a Good Life. Thank you and good night. the same way for you Doesn't hi and goodbye sound so cruel How can I take my heart from you Even though How can I take my heart?